welcome to this week's One Shot Review for Peacemaker. And I feel like, look man, my name's Anthony, I'm joined by Sarah, I'm going to jump right into this. I feel like our music wasn't on par with how great Peacemaker's music was for our intro there. No. I just really did that, you know, do you really want to, do you really want to <laughs> taste that? Let's, let's just jump straight into Spanish, straight from the front. Straight from that the front. That intro was awesome. Oh, awesome. And if you like, skipped it, stop listening to us right now. All right. Well, fun fact, James Gunn had the request to not have a skip button. Good. There. So Good. that people couldn't skip it. But why would you? Like the music was great. The dancing was fun. You get to see Eagerly trying to find his mark at the end. Like just trying to like get the right place. Like it was, it was that was so much fun to watch every single time. And the fact that it wasn't just like the main characters. Yeah. And it also, I don't know about you, but it made me think that some of the characters in there would have a bigger part than they actually did. <laughs> they didn't. Like the old yeah. dude. <laughs> the, yeah, the nosy neighbour next door or the janitor. The janitor dancing yeah. around with a mop. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, you're probably going to be in with this more. I know he wasn't. No, no, not at all. Anyway, guys, we're here to talk about Peacemaker. If you haven't seen, if you haven't seen it yet, I don't know why you're listening to this. But I'm going to say, all right, I'm going to say Reacher was the best show of the year so far. And I yep. don't think it's going to be beaten. Yeah, it's going to be hard to beat. This was the best comic book show of the year. And I think it's going to be hard to be beaten. only comic book show of the year, but... Well, no, because remember we had Thingo follow over into this year. That was still last year. Hawkeye. That was still last year. Yeah. This, I think this is still better, though. No, it didn't follow over. It ended Christmas. Did it? I thought yeah, it went it into Christmas. January. Something's going into no, January. No, it was a Christmas show. That was uh, Boba Fett. Started before. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So as the only comic book movie uh, show of this year. Yes, it is the best. It's the best. And I, <laughs> I don't think it's going to be beaten. Ah, oh, what's coming? I don't know what's coming. Uh, anyway. She-Hulk, Moon Knight. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Moon Knight's coming. Like, I'm it w- pumped for Moon Knight. Yeah, it, I don't think it'll beat this, though. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Anyway. Um... You want to know what? Out there and say no, no, no. I'm going to stop you. I'm going. I'm going to stop you right now, and say we have left off a show. What? And this kicks the absolute pants off Superman and Lois. Oh, oh, easy, easy, easy. Is that even a show? Is that still going? Yeah, it's still going. Oh wow. Yeah, I thought that would have got cancelled after the first three episodes of season one. But hey, no, no, no. And people love it. So what they love is what they love. People, people are out there loving it, man. And that is cool. We do not bag out what people love. If they love it, that's cool. It wasn't for us. What was for us is Peacemaker. Peacemaker, 100% and for us. Now let's get into the ratings. Awesome. Let's do it. All right. Do Episode it. one. No, no. Give me a full season first. No, you don't get a full season. Oh. All right. I'll give you a full season. Yeah. Full season it. sitting at a solid 8.5. Jeez, that's good. It is good, good. Considering the first episode, what was the first episode called? A Whole New World. Mm-hmm. 8.4 Best Friends for Never 8.3 Better Goth Dead 8.7 Can I just stop and say the puns in this these titles <laughs> just, they had me every single time The Chode Less Travelled 8.6 Monkey Dory 8.7 Mern After Reading yep. 9 <laughs> 
stop dragging my heart around, 9.1. Just just clarify, dragon is dragon. Is dragon, yep. not dragging. That's awesome. It's yep. cow or never, 9.4. 9.4. So the last three episodes are 9, 9.1, yeah. 9.4. Yeah. Oh, man. It was so good. This show was so good. And this is on IMDb, by the way, people. If you're listening, this is not Rotten Tomatoes or any one-sided sites like that. Mm, no, this is this is IMDb user ratings, now, blah, blah, blah. just to keep in mind, the 8.5 solid is made up of those ones there, but it's also been rated by 46,906 people. Mm. That's not bad. That's That's solid. This is pretty good. Um, so I saw a thing with, um, with James Gunn early on where he said, look, they pretty much just let me do whatever I wanted. And if that's where we're at here, just let him keep doing whatever he wants. Can, because can, can, can he be the Kevin Foggy of DC? Oh man. I don't know if you want him to. Can we have him? I'm. I think he's amazing at just kind of just just popping in to do things. Is is great, James Gunn. I don't think you want him setting up a whole universe where he's out there putting into the world that your main characters. Imagine are the gore, awful, <laughs> awful people. Imagine Superman when he hits someone with a heat blast. Oh jeez, you'd I actually get a really. It'd that. be realistic. Yeah, but you'd also then get a. Superman completely racked with guilt to the point where he'd never use his heat blast again. Nah. You know, uh, you'd have to. Nah, he's an alien. He's fine. Oh, man, nah. Anyway. um, We're lesser beings. Let's jump into (laughs) it. So, Peacemaker picked up from the end of Suicide Squad. Yep. So, Chris Smith, a.k.a. Peacemaker. A.k.a. John Cena. Was shot through the neck by... Bloodsport. Yes. At the end of uh, Suicide Squad, right after killing Rick Flagg. Yep. So we pick up with him in hospital. Which I love how riddled with guilt he is that he killed yeah. Peacemate, that he killed Rick, Rick Flagg. Flag. I love yeah. that. It's, and it's not because he killed him, it's because of what Rick Flagg said to him. Yep. Peacemaker, what a joke. Rick Flagg was his hero. Yeah. And his hero called him a joke. And that's made him reevaluate everything. And essentially taking this character who could have just been a very one note who gives a shit funny character and given it so much more depth than he even deserves in my opinion. Yeah. Like what James Gunn was able to do with this character and we'll mention it throughout the show but... You care about every character in this show. I don't think there's a character that was brought into this show that you didn't care about. And that's a testimony to James Gunn's writing, directing, everything there. So Peacemaker wakes up, Chris Smith wakes up in hospital. He's recovering, he puts on his suit, realizes he can just walk out at this point. There's no one stopping him. He's like, I can just head home. This is fantastic. Are, are you, there's no one out there waiting for me? Yeah. No. <laughs> Heads home and 
is then picked up by Argus again, essentially. Yep. Uh, Argus's Black Ops unit, who feels like they've just been put into a punishment team for <laughs> disobeying Amanda Waller. I love that it's the same, like kind of the same team from that movie as well. Yep. Well, Steve G, essentially. And Hardcore. And Hardcore. Uh, Amelia Hardcore. Yep. Sorry, we can't call one by their character name, one by their actor name. So, John Economist. John Economist. (laughs) And Amelia Harcourt. Um, And they set up their team, Project Butterfly. So, it's run by uh, Clemson Mern. Yep. Who is a character from the comics. And you love what they've done with him here because in the comics, he has a horrible reputation. Yeah. He has done some horrible things. And that's what Peacemaker says to him. He goes, I know who you are and I know what you've done. Yeah. And it's like, oh, for Peacemaker to say it in that tone, it's like, oh, he must be bad because Peacemaker's done some horrible stuff. Yeah. Now, these guys have been brought together to stop Project Butterfly. We don't at this point know exactly what Project Butterfly is and where the kind of way that James Gunn's frame this narrative is we're getting the information as Peacemaker gets the information. So you're really put into the same kind of uh, trajectory as the character to start with. Yeah. There are times where reveals happen that we see that he doesn't see and vice versa, like the diary or who's a butterfly, who isn't a butterfly, etc. But at the start, you're pretty much with this guy as he wakes up in hospital. And then you're going through, who are these people? We also then get Vigilante come in. Oh, mate. Legend. This guy. Who, oh, what was the guy's name who plays? Freddie Strummer. Freddie Strummer. Now, Mr. James Adrian Gunn's, Chase. James Gunn said that he does what he likes to call an arsehole check. Which is, he'll ring people who he can trust they've worked with actors before he hires them yep and it's also one of the reasons why james gunn i don't know if you've noticed this of course (laughs) uses the same actors for multiple project projects and if he doesn't he gets who he wants yeah but he tends to use actors he's used before because he trusts them yes and trusts their process and is comfortable with them and he knows how they work and they know how he works exactly so even in this one he's using his girlfriend slash fiance slash wife I'm not what she is but play Amelia Harcourt yep a lot of people are complaining about that I don't know why because I think she was perfect she was she was amazing amazing you know, he got everything he needed out of her as an actor and I think she got everything she needed out of out of the project like there's no disconnect there so I don't know why I'm gonna have an issue with that when they haven't had an issue with the fact that Sean Gunn has been in everything that James Gunn's ever done yeah, he wasn't in I mean, this. I guess there was just no. Unless he, yeah, played, who unless knows? he played the cow. I was just thinking <laughs> that he may have done the. We're going to find out later that he was just like strung up, <laughs> getting milked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll get to that. That's a conversation um, for another day. It is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he rang um, Elizabeth Banks, who worked with Stroma on. 
I think it was Pitch Perfect or something like that. And Asya is that asshole. Is he a good worker at everything? She gave him a massively growing reputation uh, recommendation, and here he is, where he absolutely knocked out. Well, the park. funny enough, because Vigilante was actually recast halfway through. Wow, it was another. It was another guy. I don't remember. It was another guy, and then he pulled out for some reason, and they'd shot half of it. Wow. So nearly all of Vigilante's staff was all reshoots. Wow. Because they had they changed the actor halfway through and then got Stroma because of it. That perfect is amazing. Perfect, perfect casting. Oh, he's nothing yeah. like Vigilante though. Let's get that let's no, just put that down. That he's is not, not Vigilante. That's, that's not Vigilante. That's not Adrian Chase at all. No. But it but is now. It. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, to, that I'm is keeping how he needs that. To be. I reckon like this is one of the times where I think the movies or T V shows will affect comic books. Oh, for sure. This is the piss take you want to keep going. James Gunn's done it before. The Guardians we get now in the comics are His essentially the Guardians he wrote. Yeah. Which is a massive shame to Star-Lord. Because Star-Lord used to be this badass Western character, essentially. Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, pretty much. And he's just been reduced to like a joke now. <laughs> like, oh, righto. Um, anyway. In this case, I don't think anyone's going to miss the old vigilante for the new guy because the new guy's fantastic. He's amazing. But what I love is the way they did it is that he's clearly on the spectrum. Like he's got some kind of oh he's 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 he yeah he he's he's got autism a hundred percent like yeah, he's he's, it's he's or it's aut- it's Asperger's he's, it's something, he's got something because he's not all there in a way he that doesn't he, he doesn't connect yeah. with emotions or see people he's killing as people. <laughs> he doesn't see what he's doing as bad. Like it's just it's yeah. it's locked off in his head and he's like, "No, no, no, this is right." Even to that point where he's sitting there saying, "It's a good thing they legalized pot because I would have killed you both for smoking pot." I need to kill these vets because they've seen my face. Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't <laughs> need to kill them at all. Anyway, um <laughs> Stromer was awesome. <laughs> The jealousy they put in there between him always needing to be Peacemaker's best friend. And then at the, at the very end of it. And uh, and being jealous of Eagly as well. <laughs> Let's just not take uh, away from how good Eagly is. Eagly was incredible. Now the I'm, amount I still of don't money. know. Was, it, was that CGI or was it a prop or was it a real eagle? I don't understand what happened. Maybe it, maybe it was Sean Gunn. <laughs> Let's... Maybe it was. You know, we're going to see a behind the scenes of like Sean Gunn like, in a full-on mocap suit hugging I, John Cena now. I couldn't tell whether the bird was fake. Look, I, I think, I'm pretty sure it was, but there's a lot of money thrown at that bird regardless. Oh, yeah. Now, in the first episode, we get Peacemaker coming home, seeing his dad, Augie, who is just an absolute piece of crap and that's what he's meant to be yeah they've and what james gunn apparently said to robert patrick um robert patrick is you need to be the most disgusting vile human yep possible because then it shows how peacemaker came from you yeah and not only that he said that peacemaker is a disgusting person as well yeah. So you need to be worse. Yeah. And he did it. 
He nailed it. My God, Robert Patrick did it. Well, as soon as you throw in racists, <laughs> it's not really hard to top that, is it? It's not. <laughs> you <laughs> like just go straight for the Nazis. It's really not hard. Straight for the Aryans. Um, not like, first time Robert Patrick and John Cena have worked together either. No, they worked on John Cena's Marine. first movie, The Marine. Now, yeah. funny enough, a little bit of back knowledge for that, John Cena was never originally cast in that movie. Wasn't he? No, it was written for Stone Cold Steve Austin. Because it was a WWE produced movie. It was the it? first yeah. WWE produced movie, hence why Vince McMahon had cast Stone Cold in it. What's interesting about that whole thing while we're on that is, have you seen the video of John Cena apologizing to, jo- to The Rock? Yeah, 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 yeah. So Saying he, he was, was ignorant very, and... He was very critical of... Dwayne Johnson early in his career for not coming to Monday Night Raw or that's right not for disappearing doing movies but not yeah not focusing like on where he came from he's like you're, you're blowing us off you don't respect us you don't you've gotten too big for us essentially and that's what he used to say now he's since obviously learned <laughs> <laughs> and that's what he said. I, I know the interview you're referring to, and he said, "Yeah, well, it's amazing." And what I love about it is that, like, I, I do want you to go into more about it. But what I love is that the internet cancels people so quick for the littlest things. Oh, mate! And James Gunn is testimony to that. We wouldn't be getting these James Gunn movies and shows right now if he wasn't ousted by Disney a few years and picked ago. Picked up by DC. Yeah. So in a way that worked out well. Yeah. But you can say one thing now and it just gets held to you. And it's kind of removed the fact that people can change and people can think one thing and then learn, realize the error in their ways and think the, I'm not going to say the correct thing, but differently. Well, yeah. Well, it's like with the whole rock thing, that was because of the fact that. The Rock was off doing movies. As you said, he's turned his back on the company, the family, I should say. Mm. And Cena couldn't see why until he started doing bigger movies. He's like, oh, hang on. He can't come back and do that because if he cops a slight elbow from, let's say, Seth Rollins and it busts his nose sideways, he goes, there goes your continuity of the movie. Mm. You've got to wait for that to heal. That's camera people. That's all operators. That's everyone not getting paid yeah. while you're playing games in a ring. And then I love that he finishes with, he's paved the way for me. Yeah, that's right. And Dave Batista and all these other he guys. He goes, I was just ignorant. And that's, he goes, that's all it was. I, I was I was an ignorant person and I, I didn't understand. He goes, now I do. Absolutely love and that. And that's awesome. You you see your fault and you correct it. and But not just that. It's that he was so vocal out in the world about it. Then to then come out, you could easily just say, oh, I'm not going to say that anymore. Yeah. And just, but to own your mistake and own your words just says so much about his character. And I have to say, like, I've really enjoyed John Cena in a lot of things. I think he's hilarious. I think his comic timing is awesome this is the most fun i've had with john cena in a show and his drama acting is phenomenal as well you see that in this show oh my god yeah like he he makes you shed a tear Hmm. 
It's like for just a horrible person. It's like how 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 am I shedding a tear for John Cena, who how I am can't I see a tear for the guy who stabbed Rick Flag. Yeah, it's like you killed yeah, my boy amazing. Rick, and now I feel sorry for you killing him. Yeah, it's like how now, have you done that? I want to take us back to episode one where we see his piece of work father, but we also see his relationship with Eagly for the first time. And get the, get, we see get the camera. He's hugging oh me. Oh my God. Did that break your heart? Because that <laughs> broke my heart right there. I got hugged by an eagle. Yeah. Eagles don't <laughs> hug humans. <Yeah. laughs> she's like, I call bullshit And on then that. Yeah, they bring that back later on and she calls her message. She's like, I just saw an eagle hug a human. Yeah. There's a meaning here. It's like, <laughs> yes. Yes, there is. Um, all right. Well, let's talk about her. So ads, Adabaya. Amanda Waller's daughter. Also played by Danielle Brooks. Played by Danielle Brooks. She's phenomenal. I did not see that that twist early on. No, that's that what that's Amanda ep, Waller's that's daughter. Ep two. Was that ep one or ep two? I think end of ep one. I think. Look, guys, we watched this all in a row. And now we're where it's gonna be hard to obviously get things in complete order. But Adebayo obviously has to then we we really should have done water coolers on this. I wish we did. And I said, oh, what was it? I think I messaged you. Well, it was the three because it was a three app drop at the start. It's because they dropped the three. Yeah. And we couldn't watch it because it dropped on a Thursday. We record on a Saturday and we hadn't smashed all three in time. But we will make the promise now, season two, we'll be water cooling. And if you do drop season two with a three-episode start, we'll make the time. But, Binge, if you're listening and you want to give us a screener for about two days earlier, we'd love the heads up. That'd be, <laughs> yeah, it would be Putting it out there, that'd be amazing. Help Thank us you very help much, you. Binge. Yeah. Because we love um, this show and I will do nothing but tell everyone that I know to watch this show. I've, I've already, I'm already out there doing it, it and we're doing it right now. so good. Guys, get onto this. So it's available through Binge. Just put that out in there. In Australia right now. or HBO Max, I think everywhere else in the world because Australia doesn't yep. get HBO Max. But also Foxtel, if you're on Foxtel. Thanks, guys. It's on demand. And that's how I was watching it. Can on we demand just, through Foxtel. Can we just cut out the second partnerships and just bring like them straight here? Oh, like enough man. of this show. Oh, Netflix, if you get a VPN, unlock Netflix so you can watch American. Why is it just not all optional straight across the board? Yeah, I don't know. It's dumb. Anyway. <laughs> I'll send Peacemaker after him. He'll sort him out. Look, I do want to say, like, just full credit here to obviously we're we're just we're absolutely blowing James Gunn on this one, but we need to. He's the goat. Even when when Peacemaker is sitting there with the team, and they're all just riffing on each other, and he is absolutely nailing John Economus about dyeing his beard. And you're like, what a weird thing for you to keep going on about. And he just keeps going on about it and keeps going on about it. You're like, this is a really weird running joke, but all right. It's like Reacher and he's too much bloody cow feed. Because the payoff <laughs> for it, that that made me shed a tear. Yeah. That was, and John Economist is full. Like that was, Steve G just absolutely 100% nailing that. He was amazing. Anyway. We'll get that. But I think that kind of, for me, sums up the show. It's that you get these little... Everything is paid off. 
Yeah, there's it, no throwaways that you feel like, what was that? Well, it's that. It's the eagle hug. Yeah, like, everything um, comes back full circle at the end. The girl from the apartment who was flirting with him, ending up being just this major kind of like fan of him. Yeah. It wasn't just thrown away of, we need someone to... <laughs> and then the scene with her and Pacemaker and Vigilante. Yeah, yeah, I bed. would have shot you both for smoking pot. And yeah. Vigilante still got his hood on. He's still wearing his mask because he doesn't want to hurt so know dedicated who to his secret identity. It's good. <laughs> and another bit was where he, where um, Adebayu figures out who it... Well, she doesn't figure out, she just knows who he is. He's like, yeah. that's not me. And she's like, yeah. you're putting on a voice. No, I'm not. <laughs> All right. just so um, good. So the ebbs and flow of this show, it all flowed really well. The first time we saw a butterfly was the girl who picked up or Peacemaker picked up in the um, in the bar. I think that was episode two. Who then... No, that was the first day. Was that episode that was, one? That's was episode it? one because you see the it's sonic, hard, the sonic like helmet said, for the first time. Those three, those three episodes, they dropped at the first. Well, those three episodes were a long time ago all kind of are going together for me. Um, what I loved about that is the fight scene they had in the bedroom. Of course, you know, Peacemaker running around his tidy whities <sighs> So good. at his full-on dance scene beforehand. Yeah. You know, just really getting into it. I love that you've got the idea that she, as a butterfly, wouldn't have attacked him if she hadn't read the dossier. Yeah, which was his fault. Yeah, like that was that was intense right there. That was an amazing fight scene as well. The the ending with the Sonic helmet, it was all. Was did you did your draw hit the floor when that happened? I didn't see that coming at all. I thought she was just gonna get pushed back by the when he goes activate Sonic Boom. I'm like, oh, she's gonna yeah. get thrown back, and then she just disintegrated. I'm like, I looked at the misses, and we were both the, our jaws were just like wide open. Like, what the? What did we just watch? Yeah, look, I'll be honest. I turned the missus and said, "Well, James Gunn." Yeah. <laughs> yes, put That's that pretty down. Much the reaction. Why? I think it's someone's face. Yeah. Oh <laughs> man, James Gunn. <laughs> it was this awesome. Is, this is what he does. It he was loved his goal. Awesome. And look, I'm going to say I didn't like Suicide Squad as much because I felt the gore was just for the sake of gore. Yes. And a lot of the time wasn't story focused. You didn't need to be. I felt like this was. It's what happens to people's bodies when things like that happen to them. No, see, I felt like, but even like but my, the big fight scene in the finale, there were arms getting chopped off, <laughs> legs getting chopped, like yep. it was, that was gory. King Shark just ripped someone clean in half. No, no, I meant the finale in... Oh, in this, yeah, yeah, oh, that was... that. I'm like, he has a shield. He's got a yeah. shield of peace. This is awesome. And the way he was using that to, like, ricochet bullets off things. But not only that, he used it like Cap should use it. Straight into people. Chopping people's heads off. <laughs> because that's hey, what it would do. Corridor Digital look, nailed it when they said John that. John Walker tried that. And everyone hated him for it. No, I didn't. <laughs> I like John Walker. Good bloke. Nice guy. John Walker was right. <laughs> Thanos was right. John Walker. Turns out Thanos was right, by the way. We can talk about that later, though. Oh, no. Not in this show, though. Not in this show. Because um, this show, we are focusing on Peacemaker, which was awesome. Um, look, man. So, 
Oh, we're not going to go through all the story beats because you've watched the show if you're watching this. If, if you're listening to this, this you've this seen is, the show. We're just we're just hyped over this show. That's what we oh, are. Oh, guys. So you know the like, beats. If you if you listen to this, you know the beats. We're, we're not going to break it down because it's too hard in awesome. one show. Um, but just the things that we loved is what we're focusing on. So Eagly, obviously, right up there. Vigilante, obviously. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I don't even care. His dad's suit, amazing. Looked incredible. Looked phenomenal. And the way they incorporate all the tech into it. Like that fight when you see him and he yeah. first flies in, he's like, yeah, I see him. And then just but, hoons down like Iron Man. It's like, oh, that's mad. But then keeps using um, the the jets on the back of the wrist and stuff to give his punches more weight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was all. And uses his jetpack to propel him forward to hit as well. It's like, oh, you've actually thought about this. Yeah. That's wicked. How did you feel about him having visions of his dad afterwards? What do you mean? Like seeing his dad and talking to his dad after he killed his dad. I think it's an integral part to his character that he is still there. And I think he's still going to be there in season two. Yeah, look, I mean, the way they ended it with him sitting there next to him probably gives us a bit of that hint, but... I'm. I don't know, man. It kind of felt like force ghostish to me. Nah, you, nah. It's it's. You got to remember, he is. He he's was, a messed up individual. He, I get he's it. a messed up individual, but he's he was brainwashed as a kid, mm. as well. He's killed his brother. Like he's. You talk about those flashbacks. He's that far gone. Those it's kids, man. Forced to fight. Oh. And then he kills his brother, and then the dad blames him. It's like, yeah. but hang on a minute. In, all why he's done they, is he's, he's punched his brother. They've encouraged him to do it. Then his brother's had a seizure. Yeah, why were they fighting to begin with? Yeah. Like, what the hell? That but was anyway, messed up. That was, that was, yeah, it wasn't cool. But it is that thing where you've got to say, we've got to have a horrible... Like, you have to have a horrible situation to craft this person into a horrible person. Yeah. You know? So it was never going to be, oh, he, his mum died and decided that peace was worth killing people for. You know, what did you think of him not killing Goff at the end? I didn't mind it. And taking him back. I mean, he's yeah. gonna run out of he's gonna run out of nectar pretty soon. I don't know if he will. Or you reckon he'll keep honest. more? Well, there's so much of it out in the world. Remember? See, I thought I thought Goff was gonna go into Eagly. I didn't even think of that. I just thought Goff would go into someone else. I thought Goff was gonna go into Eagly in that way. Like the fact that they've got like Peacemaker just with this Goff thing floating around, like at there's some point you'd think Goff would be like, I'm just going to take over Peacemaker. Yeah. But no, you know, I, I, I thought he was going to go into Eagly and then Eagly will listen to Peacemaker because it's Goff. <laughs> He'll actually listen properly and not pick a helmet up and just drop it off into the wilderness somewhere. That was awesome. <laughs> I just love the conversation they were having. There were times where things were, look, obviously I'm a big, I'm a big fan of the Guardians of the Galaxy series that James Gunn did. And there's times where I was getting echoes back to things. And for me, when he's trying to explain to Eagerly something and everyone's like, he doesn't get it. But he's so adamant that we can do this. It just feels like Rocket talking to Groot. Being like, like, well, I think season, episode of the baby Groot in Guardians 2, where he's like, go get the Finn. 
and you've got Yondu and stuff explained to him, like, he's got it this time. He doesn't have it. And he's coming back with what, like toe, different body parts, like all this kind of stuff. Or, you know, which button are you going to press? You know, there was also that feeling of that harked back to Rocket, not understanding sarcasm. Yeah, he just didn't get it. And they did that with uh, Stroma, Vigilante as well, where he's like, you've got to tell someone when you're going to be sarcastic. Yeah. You know, it's like, we you that mean? After, that after credit scene with him was so, <laughs> so good. Did you watch the other after credit scenes throughout the series? I watched them all. Series? All of yeah, them. So the they one meant with nothing. They were just basically longer takes of... They were pretty much outtakes. ...things that's happened. Yeah. The one with... Um, Look, oh, I'm sorry, I can't remember his name, but the guy who played the police captain. The oh, did you see the guy break behind him? Yeah, he was gone. <laughs> he just, you've got to put your arms up in the shower, and you've got to make sure. Yeah, you're <laughs> what are you doing? Just, but that guy who played that, who played Mern's mate, and then ended up being a butterfly as well. Yeah, phenomenal actor in nearly everything that he's in. Oh yeah, he is so good. I think he was he's in Hell on Wheels is where I first come across him. He's been in a bit of James Gunn stuff. So good. Like, he's a mate that James Gunn's brought in here. Yeah. And for good reason. Like, he was great. But just that riffing where he's given the speech. And, <laughs> and then, because uh, I, I didn't notice the guy is... break. I was watching him do that thing and just riffing. Yeah. And then the miss like, did you just see him break? And I'm like, nah. So we yeah. reword it. Then I noticed. I'm like, that's even I better. Know, I saw that. That dude broke hard. Um, <laughs> what I love, though, is it shows just how much James Gunn lets his actors do. Like, so you got to think a lot of the stuff you would get probably wasn't exactly James Gunn scripted. He scripted the situation. And then just let him riff. Yeah. Which Cena, um, apparently that's how it, it happened with when... Um, he was going through all the celebrity names. No, when Strom was brought on. Oh, okay. And so he had to do a screen test with Cena... And they gave him the gist of the thing, like how to, what they were talking about. And then apparently both of them just riffed off each other. That is awesome. And it went for like 45 minutes of them two just riffing backwards and forwards and just laughing. And he said they clicked just instantly. It was an instant click and there was no script. They just kept going the whole time. It's like, that's just wicked. Well, one of the doubt days we saw was um, John Cena talking about how they could have picked any celebrity name <laughs> to frame instead but of But it wasn't dad. even celebrities. He went into just random characters. Just different well. people. <laughs> just characters the actors around him had played. <laughs> like, he was just... But oh, he's so that good. in itself, that in itself is a talent. Like, we talk about celebrities all day on this show. Yeah. And I would struggle to do what John Cena did. Saying it in struggle because he's good at what yeah. he does. Jeez, and, and he needs he needs pop more. Fan. He needs more love. I'm I'm I hate getting online and Facebook. Oh, John Cena can't act. It's like you guys have got no idea. Who's saying? No one's saying. There that, is there now. is a lot of people still out there hating on John Cena, and it's because of the they whole wrestling wrong. thing. Oh, we hate wrestling. We don't. Shut up. Just shut up. But how can you say that someone can't act when? They were wrestlers. Yeah, exactly. It's all acting. That's essentially coming from a theatre background. It well, it is. It's it's contact theatre. Yeah, that's exactly like, what it is. It's that's probably the best way to put it. And I've never even thought about it like that. <laughs> it it is contact theatre. 
But it's scripted, it's improvised, it's... It's not only that, it's listening to your environment because you might have a script done for the, for the fight, mm. but if the crowd is not liking it, mm. it's up to those two guys in that ring to flip that script real quick. Yeah, I saw something on TikTok the other day of um, they're like, how can someone say that wrestling is fake? And it was Undertaker and Kane laying down next to each other on the mat. They've both gone down and they both had to sit up at the exact same time. <laughs> and right before they did, you see Undertaker just tap Kane's arm. Yeah. <laughs> just this little like tap. And well, then they both sit up. Not only that, if you want to watch something, <laughs> watch the match between... It was The Rock and Stone Cold. Mm. So it was basically their flip in. So it was Stone Cold handing the torch to the next big thing. Yeah. And you see, I can't remember who who was on the ground first. I think it was, no, it was after the fight had ended. And The Rock pinned Stone Cold. But then The Rock went over and sort of laid on top of Stone Cold and just thanked him. For everything oh. that he'd done. Like through his whole career and all that and everything like that. I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah. To see something like that. And he did it in the ring. You couldn't hear it. You couldn't hear what he was saying. But you could see he was talking to him in his ear. But he made it look like he was shit-talking him the whole time. Yeah. But he wasn't. He was thanking him for his awesome career that he's done and for passing the torch over. And- God, you love to hear that. I love how we've... um that a peacemaker show and essentially just talked about how great Dwayne Rob Johnson is this whole time. Well, that's because what we need. We peacemaker are so excited Black for Adam. Shazam to come. <laughs> for Black Adam to come. Black Adam versus Peacemaker. World. Let's do this. Peacemaker, get him in there. Have well, I'm going to say Gunn, something. I'm going to get something into it. I'm going to say if James Gunn did uh, Black Adam, we'd have a lot more dead bodies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But if I said this line to you, let's get into Let's Let's just get into it. You're late, you fucking dickheads. Oh, jeez. Now, <laughs> let's I wanna, talk about it. I want to go a bit further into this, okay? The way this was shot of just their silhouettes when they first appeared. It's like, oh, they're not there. Yeah. But they're there, but they're not there. So my partner and I were like, oh, they're not there. And then we get Jason Momoa yep. clearly talking <laughs> to Barry, Ezra Miller, Lily talking there. And then you pan out and you're like, okay, so they were there, but I was a bit upset that the soups did not look anything like Cavill. No, the hair. What was wrong with that? He had like a pompadour on. What was the hair? Like almost to the point where, I don't know, was it intentionally bad CGI? It wasn't CGI. It was a person. He looked terrible. It was a person hanging from a crane, but it wasn't. It was almost like a Tyler Hoechlin Superman small version like that was, before that was the a, before the suit men and lowest massive padded suit p head yeah it, it did was not the, look yeah it was and, weird and wonder woman as well but that she nailed it, it, it looked like it looked like wonder woman i could say I, oh, i'd have it looked like wonder that. woman didn't like gal no like wonder woman but the, uh, the whole the whole line of just <laughs> we'll break it down all right yeah you're late you fucking dickheads then into episode. walking through past them and what does he say Go fuck another fish. Yeah. <laughs> and then you come to Aquaman swearing. Yeah. I'm fucking sick of that r- rumor. Yeah. And pans to Barry and he goes, it's not a rumor. Yeah. And then back to back to um, Aquaman going, 
fuck you, Barry. <laughs> it's like yeah, the Barry break. Can we just, the just break, take a step back? Just take a step back. Laugh. <laughs> we so just real. got this. This is real. This is real. This isn't Family Guy riffing on. This is the DCEU. This is the DC. This is Zack Snyder's babies. <laughs> You've got the Snyderverse and the Gunverse joined now. Now, I don't know how this was all shot, but I assume... Um, okay. ...that we've got... Neither of them were there. Aquaman, no, no, but we've got Aquaman filming right now, so he's in costume somewhere. Yeah. And we had Flash filming. Yep. So he was in costume somewhere. So if they just go, while you're in costume, you could just say these lines. Well, Barry was... Oh, where was Ezra Miller? I, I did read something about where they were. I can't remember. God damn it, I wish I could. But neither of them were there. They were all imposed into the shot. Mm. I don't even think I don't think Aquaman and I don't think Momoa and Ezra Miller were even in the same spot. I no, think I they think so were either. in separate spots as well. Yeah. I tell you what though, the look alike that John Cena walked past for Momoa was pretty spot on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now that like wow, I thought that was Momoa standing there, and I'm like, oh no, they've just got someone. And then when the camera panned to him, I'm like, oh wow, we we oh, holy crap, we've got Momoa, mm. and he's swearing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was so cool. Anyway. Um, Bring on the swearing. Mate, season two has been confirmed. Season two has been confirmed. Don't know where they're going with it, but we ended with... It's funny how we ended it because it felt like it wrapped up very quick in that montage. Like we got to where we got and then that was like... That last 10 minutes or so where they did that little montage to wrap things up felt like they weren't sure if they were getting season two or not. Okay. So they were we, trying to... Here we go. On that on that little the little cameo bits, I've got a quote from James Gunn himself. He said, I think before we ever, we ever shot the show, we talked to Jason about it. He was cool. So he was pretty much on board from the beginning. Awesome. And then Ezra, I just found out through some common friends that he liked my movies a lot. So I asked if he would come in and shoot this scene. And he kindly agreed to do that. <laughs> Actually, Marvel shot Ezra for us while we're shooting Guardians Volume 3. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because they owed him. <laughs> because that's what he goes. He goes, Marvel owned Marvel owed DC because the Peacemaker crew shot my screen test for Chuck Woody for Guardians Volume 3. Wow. Because Mern is going to be in Guardians Volume Three, yeah. So the piece, the DC Peacemaker crew shot the screen test for Guardians for him. So then Marvel owed DC, so they shot the Ezra stuff for DC. Wow, how good's that? There's your crossover. We've just nailed well, it. Not only that, but there's look. I'm just going to say it. I've been sick for a while of the whole DC versus Marvel crap because it only exists in the fandom. Yes. It's only sweaty nerds being like, oh, DC's better than Marvel, Marvel's better than DC because in reality, the actual guys who make these films, the actual people who write these, they're crossing over so much and they're, and they're working fa they're together. They're fans of both. And the reason they're working together, and we've said it all along, we've said it on this show, we've said it a lot, is a rising tide lifts all ships. That's right. It doesn't matter which company is doing better. If one company is doing well, people want to see more comic book movies. 
it's just, just how it's it goes. Just your, it's just your neck-bearded nerds that get really upset with and just want to punch on against each other, but they would never punch on. It's more just they want to punch their keyboard. Yeah. You know, it's... it's so, oh, guys, Marvel vs. DC, punched, it doesn't matter. Good comic book content is what we're after. That's all it is. And this show was an example of great comic book content. I mean, my my room is all DC. Yeah. Most of yours is all Marvel. Yeah. But I do have Marvel coming. I've got <laughs> my cap, my cap coming, my cap's coming. Look, I've got a bit of DC Lego floating That's around right. as well. You've got DC Pops. Yeah, yeah. Look, just enjoy what you enjoy. That's Doesn't right. matter what company created them, as long as they're creating great stuff for us. And that's what they're doing here. This Guys, Peacemaker, you've enjoyed it. We've enjoyed it. Season two is coming. I don't know where they're going to go because I don't think they realized they were getting one until about halfway through. It has been renewed. They're getting season two. And I'm sure James Gunn will do an amazing job. As long as we get more Peacemaker, I want to say Vigilante and Eagly, I'm happy. We're definitely getting Vigilante back. Definitely. We're definitely getting Eagly back, I reckon. Oh, for sure. Eagly for sure. More, more Robert Patrick as well. Yeah, as just, nuts as he is, he's a, he's, a, he's a great he's a great actor. Oh man, can't fault anyway. him on his acting in this show. That's for sure. Uh, what's your rating of this? Yeah, nine. Yeah, nine for sure. Yeah, I'm on nine too. Yeah, I don't. Th- I think Reacher was a nine point five for me. Yeah, but this this is this is a solid nine. This is. I can't fault it. Yeah, I don't want. I can't give it a perfect ten because you just can't. Yeah. Nothing Isn't is, that funny? Nothing like, is perfect. Nine point five is probably your ten. Yeah, I can't. I can't give something a ten. Like that's got to be pretty. I mean, Maver- Top Gun Maverick might pull it off. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But as far as Peacemaker goes, man, this is one of those times where, whether or not it gets a season two, I don't care. I think they wrapped up this. Se- I would have been happy with them just to go. This was a limited series. I would have gone. Brilliant. That was great. And I will rewatch this. Yeah, definitely. Like, it's that good. You can rewatch it. Absolutely. I've watched that Justice League scene so many times right now. <laughs> it's so good. I love it so much that they pulled that off. That's crazy. That might be your favorite Justice the, League scene. <laughs> the own, nah. Nah. Not oh, impressed. Is it, uh, not impressed. Not yeah. impressed. Yeah. But for this, you were impressed. I was so, impressed. I was very well. impressed. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. Um, catch us, obviously, next week. For more show, more pop culture news and review stuff. Uh, one shots coming up. I don't know what's coming up, but we're going to do one shots and stuff. I'm sure we're going to do something. We've got to do something, don't we? Yeah, of course. I don't That's even what know what doing. shows are coming. We'll discuss that off air. We will. Okay, <laughs> Jeez, join us, Bye. guys. Bye.